0: Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. So today I'm joined by a very, very special guest. Some of you may know Father David Fard from being your local parish priest. And some of you, like me, may have come across him on the Tommy Tiernan show on RTE. Father Fard struck a chord with so many of you across the country and not only for being the youngest Irish priest, but for his warm welcome, which extends to couples wishing to get married in the Catholic Church. So many of you come to me with very technical questions around the booking of a priest, a church, as well as all of the legalities and intricacies around the ceremony. I thought on this occasion, there is no better man on this island that can help you navigate this journey. so I'm very excited to welcome Father David Vard. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: No bother, I feel a bit of pressure now after that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's some intro) <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: I don't have all the answers.
0: But oh, look, you do. You do wing it. <laughs> 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 look, my life. look, the um, th- the big thing here is it's all about, you know, couples choosing to get married. It's such a huge milestone today. Mm-hmm. Actually, as I speak to you, it's my eight year wedding anniversary.
1: Oh, congratulations.
0: Uh, so it's yeah. So it's 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 I'd love to say it It has the, the glamour of our first couple of years of wedding anniversaries. But life kicks in kids later and it's just like oh god yeah we got married this time eight years ago (laughs) (laughs) wasn't that nice we did that
1: (laughs) (laughs) remember that
0: i remember that yeah look at us now but um look can you just talk to us a little bit about i suppose the, the meaning behind weddings why we do it and what it means to you from your side
1: yeah um i suppose for me and getting to celebrate weddings is an absolute privilege and um i suppose from the outset for a Catholic wedding or Catholic marriage, I'm just a witness. I'm just there for really legal reasons uh, to do with the state and also to do with the church. And it's the couple who marry each other. So as I say at weddings, you know, I just third wheel for a little while in the middle of the ceremony, but it's really just to witness the beautiful moments that the couple share. And um, also for, for me, it's one day in your life, like you said, for eight, eight years ago for you. And I think, wasn't that nice? But for me, I hope the couples get from that one day all the blessings and graces that they need in their life together and that they remember that day. And that when there's difficult times in their marriage, Mm -hmm. that they remember how they felt for each other on that day and why, and why they were together that day and what brought them to that day. So, you know, for me and for the church, you know, a, a wedding is very important. It's a, it's a great symbol between, you know, God's love and the love for his people and also the love that people have for each other. And so it's a great privilege to be able to witness so many weddings. And to be uh, to be involved in so many weddings.
0: And 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 I think that is that it really is, is the sentiment can sometimes get lost with all the busyness of the yeah. wedding, you know, yeah. and all the planning and prep. But look, can you can you take us back to the very, very start where a couple mm-hmm. get started? So a couple get engaged. You've got the huge excitement. It's all very exciting. And the first port of call in your whole wedding planning experience is really about you to get the date. Sure. So it's always this kind of balance between, well, the venue will have this, the church will have that. So what do couples do when they, um, you know, like in my case, we rang, you know, the parish office and we got a, yeah. a bunch of dates. What's available? Is, is that how you do it?
1: Yeah. Majority of parishes now around Ireland would have a parish office uh, and they'd keep a calendar. Um, simple of, as. Simple as. Simple um, as. Smaller parishes might not have a parish office, so you might be calling the parish priest, um, but he should also have a calendar of the church and he should be able to tell you the dates. Yeah. And generally speaking, you know, get there early. Just get your date. You don't have to do anything else. When you're booking the, the hotel and you know all of that, ring, the, ring whatever church you're looking at, whether it be the church at home or a different church, and just see what dates they have available as well and make sure that they all line up. So get that in early doors.
0: Okay, and so 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 you can you so let's say we ring up, get a bunch of dates, mm-hmm. um, and then you go off. You can correlate that with your venue and yep. what you want to do with that. You come back, secure the date. When you go to really pencil down the date, is there anything you need to do other than just getting your name on the date, or is there any paperwork? What 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 do we need to do?
1: Just so uh, in Leash, which is what I know most, uh, we do have a pre booking form, okay. or just a booking form, um, and it's a very simple form. They just fill it up with the couple's details, and there's some very um, basic questions, such as, "Have you ever been married before?" Mm-hmm. Um, "Are both couples, are both um, parties baptized?" Very very simple questions, and then, um, "Would you like any Pacific priest?" You can leave that blank until a couple of months before the wedding, um, and that's really it. And both co- both um, both people have to sign it. Okay. Um, so and then that's filed away and you know depending on the year it's filed in the relevant folder and um you won't need to do anything really on dental around six months okay uh, before the the date
0: so can you tell me about that that six month thing so when this just that six months before meeting so you just you can leave it there you could be two years out you could be a year out But when you get to six months what happens at that stage then
1: so for um so the stage is three months but for us it's kind of six months okay um Around six months, we kind of say to couples, start getting your, because we have to do what's called prenuptial inquiry forms. Mm -hmm. So
0: remember it, yeah.
1: yeah, For the state, you'd have the green folder, which is very important. And then for the church, we have the prenuptial inquiry forms. So they have to be done within six months. They can't be done any sooner than six months. And within six months of the date of the wedding, they need to be completed.
0: And if, say, if there was a postponement like what we had with COVID, I presume that would go out of date or there might be some, like with COVID, it might have carried over, or extended.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it's extended. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like the green folder was extended or anything like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's absolutely extended. Um, just the prenuptial inquiry forms. People are like, what are they? You know, and they hear, they hear, they think it's like some sort the of Spanish doctrine. Inquisition. Yeah, it really isn't. It it's all about your freedom to marry. It's all yeah. just setting setting out that you were never married before, um, and um, each party do them individually. So that, God forbid, in case one party is actually being forced into this. <laughs>
0: okay, yes, they get, never they have thought fr- of that.
1: They have the freedom to say to the priest who's doing the prenuptial quality from to listen, I'm not sure. And, it's up, it, it, and then the priest can obviously do the best, make sure that it doesn't take place or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, it's about just establishing freedom to marry. Mm-hmm. Never married before. And
0: making sure that that person individually is there on their own married. free will. Okay. Exactly, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and that they understand what they're doing. Yeah. You know. um,
0: And is that something you do in person with your priest?
1: um, So COVID has kind of. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So some some people have done it on Zoom. Uh, It really does need to be in person because you do have to sign it. Mm -hmm. Um, But like if you ring any. um, Now, it does have to be done in the parish you're living in.
0: OK, so even if I decide to get married up in Donegal, but I live here in Dublin, I have to go to my local parish priest, do all that with him. And then he sends it to Donegal. OK, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And it, it kind of it can get complicated <laughs> because, um, again, like the likes of Port Leash. you might be from Portleesh, baptized in Portleesh, confirmed in Portleesh. You're living in Dublin. Mm-hmm. So then you need to go to Port Leash, get your baptismal cert and confirmation cert and bring it to Dublin yeah or what i just tell couples go back to Leash or go back to where you're yeah. baptized use your parents address and just get it easily done right and so
0: this is, the, this is the insider tip yeah, it doesn't have to be stressful. <laughs> say nothing yeah
1: just say, like uh the hope my bishop isn't listening but, uh, <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be stressful make it easy um because um, if you're in if you say if you just live in dublin but every, all your paperwork your certs are in Leash and you've been living in Dublin for the last two years, you would also need to get a sworn affidavit. Yes, of course. To say that you were never married before. Yeah. Um,
0: and how is that different? For, is that the same thing as the letter of release?
1: So the letter, it kind of, the sworn affidavit is almost replacing the letter of freedom okay. or the letter of release because people are moving around so much that we of might course. not, like, um, like, traditionally, you would be baptized in your church, confirmed in your church, and married in the same church. Yeah. The record would be all kept in a big, Huge book, but now people are getting going off to Las Vegas, or they're going off anywhere and get married. So a sworn affidavit is a legal piece of document that just gives it, you know your parish a bit of um, ease of mind to to know that the
0: background the necessary background checks have been done yeah and and also with that in mind and you mentioned there that people moving around what about for couples who have and this is huge where they've got you know they're marrying somebody from another country yeah so you know and and even at that it's 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 so funny I remember when my sister-in-law was getting married her husband now he's from Belfast so they have to go through that like almost like it was abroad it was just such a funny a funny setup so how does that work then
1: so it, I, it can be very easily done, um, say the, like so you're marrying a Spanish man or woman. They just go and they, they get their baptismal certs and the confirmation certs. And uh, they can either get a sworn affidavit here in Ireland or they could get a letter of freedom, maybe from the parish in okay. wherever country. They get that paperwork, and they bring it to the meeting with the priest. And that's freedom. it. So that is it.
0: OK, because a lot of people it, get very wound up about that
1: Yeah, and it's yeah, that easy. I, it's that easy. Um, the six month rule comes in because people say, Oh, I think I'm a baptismal cert at home. It has to be a baptismal cert within six months. So it has to be a new baptismal cert.
0: Right. Oh, I thought you could yeah. use your original, but no, you have to get a fresh one within because, the status within the six months verified. Because
1: um, on baptismal certs, there is often a place to say uh, married. So if you are married before, the priest can fill in married and give the date that they have. And then that's proof that, oh, you are married before. What's this about? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: That is really interesting. I think I just completely blanked an awful lot of that out when I was (laughs) getting married. Um, So 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 we've got that six month really is where you get the kind of that 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 technicality out of the way. It's kind of your admin, your paperwork. All of that comes together. At that point, do you start talking about the, the details of what, you know, what the vision you have for your day around mass booklets, readings, hymns, all that sort of thing?
1: Contact your, the priest doing your wedding, whether that okay. be a local parish priest, the, the priest doing their prenuptial forms, or that be someone else. Contact them. They will more than likely have on file uh, soft copies of mass books.
0: Brilliant. So or, you can just rework those. Yeah.
1: Or yeah, I'm, i have here a soft copy of selection of readings and you know get them done get them selected um i know like majority of brides will be having booklets from previous weddings that they've been at and they've been you know and they've been thinking about this for a long time as well yeah um so get all that done um, boxed
0: off and as well because some of they'll be getting them printed with their stationery because they want everything to match so it is good to get it done early yeah. doors yeah and are there are there certain considerations around picking your readings or picking your hymns? Does it vary per parish or by priest or is it very much like there is a set list and then you just pluck from that?
1: Well, for readings, I mean, our set list is the Bible. Of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then reflections. You can have reflections as well, maybe a post communion reflection. Um, so some priests or some parishes might have a selection of reflections or, you know, if there's something that you if there's a poem or is there a song? that you want maybe read out. Um, you know, just say it to your parish priest. as, okay. long as It's not profanity. I'm sure there's nothing wrong yeah, with it.
0: No, no, um, no hip hop rendition, No
1: Dr. Dre. And then, and then for music, I mean, my, my, my rule of thumb is when we're, if, especially if you're celebrating mass, we might get to, there's, there's two different types of weddings that you can have in a church. But if you're celebrating mass, when we're celebrating mass, we keep it to hymns. Mm-hmm. But, Come into whatever you want. Go out to whatever you want, as long as it's within reason. And at the signing of the register, you can you have a bit of. You can pick your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, and have you seen any big trends in um, in what people are picking? I remember at at like when myself and Owen were getting married, it was um, you know, you know, the walk up the aisle was christina perry a thousand years yes, and it was a thousand years there are better <laughs> songs out there and for readings i think it was you know everybody else had everybody had yeah. to the corinthians so we are like yeah. You're fine
1: yeah, yeah yeah something that mentions love i mean that like, the book of ruth is always popular yeah uh, your people should be my people your god will be my god um
0: like do you ever get to the stage where you're, you're standing there at a wedding and you're like
1: there we go again. There are so yeah. many
0: other really good ones. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> you know, the wedding feast of Cana. Okay. I get it. You know, it, it mentions a wedding, but, um, and I, I think that's, you know, that's fine too, because people don't want to be stressed out. No, they want to be just, yeah. yeah Cause it's it, it, it is
0: complicated. Yeah, yeah, of course.
1: Um, but talk to your priest. Okay. Um, you know, um, if your priest is a decent person and I hope he is, you know, he's done this before <laughs> and he might be able to share his wisdom. Um, yeah, and and I don't over like people say, Oh, I don't know if I've if I've would people do a reading. You know, one reading is fine. Yeah. You don't have to have two. Three or four prayers of the faithful and one, one person can do them. So you don't have to pick seven different people to do seven prayers of the faithful. Um, I would say if you're picking children to do prayers of the faithful, you know give them a, enough time to practice it and that they're comfortable <laughs> i know it's lovely and i know everyone loves to hear that. Well, we need to get voices. through it
0: we're on time people yeah well yeah and you know and <laughs> there's a christening so, coming in in an hour we need yeah.
1: to move <laughs> but also the photographer's like we need to get to the for the venue for the photographs and I you know, know the meals at 4 the meals yeah. at 5 um so like and some kids it's a huge day and like they might be practicing up at the ambo say at the rehearsal and then they get to the wedding and the church is full and they're like, no, can't do it.
0: Yep. <laughs> so, and look, that's the way it goes.
1: Of course. And they're children and let them be children. You know? Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, and it's very daunting, very daunting to stand up there and do it. Um, And just a question for you, which comes up quite a lot, is around the decorating of the church. So, you know, some people go mad and then some parishes don't like that. So mm-hmm. what, what, what's the kind of
1: general rule of thumb? Talk to the parish. Okay. Um,
0: and it can vary per parish, it can, I presume? It can vary per parish. Yeah.
1: And also... Again, Port Leash, we, we might have a funeral just before yes. the wedding's at two o'clock. We might have a funeral at 12. Yeah. Now, we try not to make that happen because we do know a florist like to get in and decorate.
0: But if funeral is.
1: A funeral, a th- a funeral I, we, what we can, can you plan. do? Yeah, no. we can't plan a funeral. Yeah. Uh, so just talk to the priest, make sure, um you know, because it might be a 10 o'clock morning mass and then it might be free until the wedding, you know. So, generally yeah. speaking, you know. I don't mind what they do. And sometimes you have huge arches and people have white carpets up the aisle. As long as you clean up after yourself. That's, you know, <laughs> fine.
0: that's what it's all about. Um, just coming back, sorry, to the I suppose that admin side and the technical side. And, and it was great to just get that clarity around that prenuptial inquiry meeting and that six months. Can you talk to us about the green folder? Because a lot of couples don't know what they do with it. So they go when they go off, they get it. They physically have it in their hand. And then what next? And then it's like, where does it go? Who hands it in? So what, does, what happens on your side with
1: that? So I don't even like to touch the green folder. <laughs> it, so I say, so most couples bring it to me when I meet them. And I, I might check it just to see everything's okay yeah. and honest. But I say, listen, you put that somewhere safe. Okay. You know where it is. You know, yeah, Uh, and then you pick someone on the day of your wedding that has their own car and that you trust. Yeah, and on the day, so they bring it the day of the wedding. They leave it either wherever you're going to sign the the registry because that's signed the day of the wedding. That has to be there. Yes. Um, and then you give it back to that person. They put it in their car. You have a great wedding, and then within a month of the wedding, you need to hand that back in. To this
0: okay, because I remember in my time, my priest took it and he yeah, did all all that. <laughs> yeah, he did all of that. Father yeah. Pierre Pepper, what a man! <laughs> he took it away, did all of it. I never saw it again. And all of a sudden, I was legally married. So, yeah. no, <laughs> other it, one. But but a lot of couples they should really be looking after that themselves. It should be on yeah. their list. Okay. And you can
1: post it in. Like you you don't have to yeah. physically bring it. You can post it in. um Even my I did my sister's wedding last August, and she was like, "Can you do it for me?" And I was like, "No." <laughs>
0: touching that thing yeah I, <laughs> i'm not being held accountable for yeah, this because,
1: but you also see it being passed from person to person you're like someone please just you know <laughs> put oh, that know. somewhere safe but you see it i'd is...
0: forget i'd put it somewhere safe and then i'd forget my safe place yeah that's my problem yeah so put it with your
1: passports put it with your you yeah. know um i know a lot of i've, I've met a lot of brides who come with folders and their mrs Hinch checklists stick yeah. it with that you know <laughs>
0: this is clean the sink green yeah. folder
1: <laughs> yeah yeah Descale the kettle Just, yeah put it somewhere where where you know it's going to be because it is a very important document it really co-
0: is it really is because it yeah. can't go ahead without it you're not
1: you can't you can't do the wedding without it and if you don't hand it in within a month of the wedding happening taking place you're not married legally you'd be married in, in a church but you're not married legally okay um, so and so it's really
0: important, important. Yeah. and and just to remind me how many witnesses do you have to have two two so two and then obviously yourself as the
1: yeah i'm the, the conductor um, yeah, exactly the um solemnizer it's called yeah brilliant okay and like and also a lot of people especially now that they might postpone weddings or witnesses yeah. can change if someone has COVID. you bring the green folder there's a place in the green folder to do change change of mm-hmm. date change of solemnizer change of witnesses change of venue and everyone needs to initial the change. OK, so say if a witness is being changed, you just write in the new witness's name and everyone, solemnizer, bride and groom, the two witnesses. Everybody initial it. initial it. OK, yeah. so
0: if they're, everybody's acknowledging it. Exactly. And, and with that COVID peace of mind and all the, you know, the toing and froing, have you seen any kind of any big change in 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 weddings or in ceremonies or how people are approaching it? Um, I
1: suppose. You know, people who might have had small weddings, um, you know, they really enjoyed them, yeah, and yeah, uh, and they thought it was a very intimate and beautiful ceremony. Like uh, people have returned now to the big ceremonies, yeah. Um, so I haven't really, I haven't really seen a huge change, um, yeah, between pre and post COVID. But the COVID weddings that we did do, um, were beautiful,
0: yeah. You know? And everybody yeah. says it. They said yeah. that they wouldn't even have known that no. people weren't in the room. It was. No. It was still the same, yeah. the same exactly, it. Yeah. but um, a really technical piece. Right. And this came up for me a couple of months ago. I was asked because um, I, I remember I, I asked on behalf of a couple in my my previous parish. But um, there's a lot of couples who are coming from different religions um, and there's a wide range. And I remember ringing this particular parish office and I was told, no, we, we don't. We don't do that. We don't do it. Um, And that was that. So I just assumed, okay, right. So it's 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 not it's not done. You can't do it in a church. But then I heard from a load of other couples going, no, we did this and we did that and we did everything. So it seems to be just maybe it was just that particular parish or their stance on it. So if a couple are coming in, getting married from you could have one is an atheist. Mm -hmm. One is this type of religion. How what do they
1: do? Um, It's it is quite simple. Okay. Um, again, talk to the priest um i will categorize it so you might so just say the bride is catholic you get married in the catholic church the groom could be um a different christian denomination okay so baptized but not catholic yes um that's a little easier there's just so in, they don't do a prenuptial inquiry form as say the bride would do but they just do a a simpler version of it and it's sent off to the bishop just for the bishop to give his stamp of approval if they're not Catholic, it's a little bit more involved. It's called um, an awful legal name, you know, the disparity of cults.
0: The word disparity. <laughs> oh, I know. Cults as
1: well. Again, fill in the paperwork, send off to the bishop, the bishop will stamp it.
0: And that I presume then that that, that third vein is one of, it's the non, it's a non-Christian. Yeah. But so it could be Muslim or yeah. like a, a different type of religion. like Yeah. Like,
1: that. like my, my, my grandparents. Back in the 1950s, God loved them. Uh, He was Jewish. Oh, wow. She was Catholic. Um, And that was a huge thing. I mean, they had to get married at five o'clock in the morning. You know, this, like, it was a huge thing. It's not such a big thing anymore. Um, Now, they had to sign saying that the children had to be brought up Catholic. Yeah. it's not so hardcore there is a thing that the party who's not catholic will have to say that they will not interfere with the practicing of the other party's religion fair like, yeah yeah like you're coming here to this church Yeah, that's fair yeah more than welcome just you have to accept what this person believes that this marriage is you know sacrament so it's not God. like
0: the church believes xyz it's not no your partner believes your partner and, your and partner we want you to them. support them yeah, yeah okay
1: yeah um you know we'd love to have your children baptized that's your decision really but your children are more than welcome to be baptized of course um but you know this is what your partner believes please respect that of course um, that makes and that, sense and that's a conversation that, that the couple would need to have
0: okay and um, and i suppose with that um with that whole piece of 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 couples coming to agreements and coming to terms and you know i think you know there's so many things that when you when you go to get married you, you start to re- really think about oh we're in this together so and and one obviously one big ask that the church have and it's not really a big ask in my view but it's you have to have the pre-marriage course done and dusted can you talk to us a little bit about the the pre-marriage course what is um acceptable I know I, I would have seen obviously on um the particularly on the dublin du- uh, diocese page that it's it's only a cord that um that um that they're saying that they're going to accept yeah. can you talk me through that um because a lot of yeah. couples are like oh, why do i have to do it i loved it myself and i had a great day oh, <laughs> so we ball. Good,
1: yeah. yeah accord is really like 99 percent of priests will only accept accord um and they've made it easier you go onto their website you book on their website selection of dates um and i think the marriage course talking to couples some couples have loved it and they said it brought up questions that they've never exactly asked asked each other before um and so they enjoyed that aspect Mm. and they got to sit down with each other and say listen we actually we've never discussed you know and they probably have children you know how many children they want or whatever you know
0: I know Um, and it's so important that you're on the same page because things like that to only learn after you've gotten married they're just they're these are big world problems <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know it was I was very happy for it like I remember there was one question that came up for us it's like what happens if one of your parents gets sick do they move in do you move house what how does that work and we were kind of going oh well because we're so in our bubble you know yeah. thinking about us and we're like this is Oh, we were responsible for our parents as well <laughs> yeah. so it was it was it was really that thing and it was yeah you know, for us, we, we got to, it was very well ran. It was, you know, all about like how you manage conflict and making us really aware of our conflict style. I do silent treatment. Owen wants to head on collision and talk about it and I'm not ready to talk about it because I'm going to go mad. I'm going to hit the roof. So it was just really interesting to have that time that you'd never take for yourselves, you know?
1: And hopefully to hear from other couples as well. And, um, I know Accord. They also have a priest might come in and they might talk about something like the prenuptial inquiry forms yeah. and all of that stuff. Um, I will say I have a priest friend in Galway who does Accord, and he says to every couple, "Do not get your mother or your father to ring me. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> ring me. <laughs> I don't want to stop." Do talk people to do this? <laughs> oh, they do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my I,
0: God.
1: I, sometimes I get phone calls. Oh, my son's getting married. I'm like, that's fantastic. You get your son to give me a call. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Have we not yeah, moved on? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, um, text message, phone call, you know, well, I don't care. You know, yeah, yeah. Just sweet, once it's not Instagram, your, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm dealing with enough here. I don't
0: need to hear from your mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh but, my um, god. Yeah, so I think the prenuptial uh, the sorry the marriage course I think is good. Yeah. Um and it people are like oh, it's a day long, or sometimes it might even be an afternoon and a morning. I'm like, but you know, it's a marriage is so important, you can give this time yeah. beforehand.
0: And yeah. and I think that's it. I think some some couples can get a bit daunted thinking, oh God, what if we don't come out the other end of it? What if it brings up so much? But isn't it better to do it now <laughs> <laughs> than then later? Myself and owner are sitting there going, they they'll they they do not have a clue, they'll <laughs> never last. <laughs> <laughs> like and, and, we were oil paintings there, not to yeah. bother,
1: you know. But it's and also, people think that they that they that they have to start sharing with strangers. Nope.
0: No, no, because you of your book, you write it down yeah. in your book. Yeah. No, yeah. like
1: you're not marrying a whole room of people. You're marrying, you know, Owen or whoever it is and it's between you two <laughs> absolutely you do we still have, have our book
0: yeah oh, we still have it yeah, yeah. We, we get some giggle out of it so we were just so like unaware of real life you know that that comes after it and I suppose that's just the nature of the beast once you start a family etc yeah. so so um look David thank you so much that's been just so so helpful and even just coming back to it because it, even my brain didn't didn't remember the prenuptial inquiry and all of those different things. And of course, um, this is a really, really helpful piece of information for couples getting married and trying to navigate that. So thank you so much for that. No brother. If couples want to hear more from you in particular, you've got a great Twitter account. Um, I was following your your pilgrimage last week, of course, looking at the sunshine. (laughs) Your handle is at David Bard. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, um, I have a great unusual name, so I get to I get to use it for everything so twitter or instagram yeah
0: thank you so so much no and um, so much. and good luck with the rest of the week
1: thank you very much
0: thank you thanks for listening to real weddings with sarah thanks to producer ruth devaney voiceover extraordinaire phil Colley, and pink champagne wedding band for our cool finds jingle join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life until then you can find me at irish wedding blog on social media channels